What's going on, everyone that's listening to this right now? This is the very first episode of a new podcast that I'm starting called Hail to the Thorn. It's going to be a sports podcast by myself. My name's Nick Rose. Inside joke with the thorn thing, if you feel what I'm putting down. Anyways, like I said, it's going to be a sports podcast. For those who may not know me, I'm a 21-year-old. I play Division One baseball at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville in the OVC. Go Cougs. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Um... I'm a mass communications student and aspiring sports journalist, so I just thought this would be fun, you know, give my takes, listen to myself talk. I like listening to myself talk. Hopefully, you know, even if it's just two, three other people who like listening to me talk and they want to leave some insight, man, this is the podcast for you. I just want to talk sports and I just I just love doing it. So I think, you know, it's time to start something new, try something, get out of my shell. And so this is the first episode. So you're all with me on the ride if you're listening today. And hopefully it just continues to grow from here because it would be something that would be sick to make a career out of it. But I don't want to talk about myself. I don't want to talk about all that nonsense, bro. We're here to talk sports. And I want to talk about a little bit about the NFL and someone that's kind of starting to float up in some sports rumors lately. And that is Dak Prescott, injured quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Let's start off with saying this. Honestly, what's not to love about Dak Prescott? And that's my opinion, and I think he's a great quarterback in the NFL, and statistics will say he's a really good quarterback in the NFL. Outside, his personality, whatever, I don't think he does anything wrong. I'm sure most people don't either, but you know, we can debate that, maybe on a different podcast if you want to hop in be an interview, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about Dak Prescott, the player. As we all know, 2020 offseason, Dak and the Cowboys could not reach a deal to sign him long-term. Cowboys said, boop, let's franchise tag this boy, he'll be here, Dak plays First five games, into the first five games, he gets hurt in that fifth game, mashes his leg, terrible injury, tough to see. And let's, you know, we can start here talking 2020. Dak Prescott threw five games, 68% completion percentage, almost 2,000 yards, 1,856 to be exact, nine touchdowns to four interceptions. So a little high on picks through the first five games, but nine TDs and close to 2,000 yards is impressive for five games by any means. But outside of that, we don't need to talk about Dak Prescott in 2020. We can talk about Dak Prescott in 2019, which is where his numbers were really impressive. 16 games played the whole season and 30 TDs to 11 picks. This man was just shy of 5,000 yards, 4,902 yards, which led the NFL and just above 65% completion. Those are really good numbers. 30 TDs in a season is impressive, man. And to do it with 11 picks, you're going a 3 to 1 ratio practically. Really good. Dak throughout his career, man, has been extremely impressive. 66% total completion percentage, 17,634 yards, 106 touchdown passes to 40 interceptions. And I did the math for you. That's 2.65 to 1 touchdown to pass interception ratio. And the number isn't impressive by a super means. I think 2.65 to 1. Practically, you're going to round up in that situation, even though I don't think you should. It's 3 to 1, and that's a solid quarterback. That's a, that's a Pro Bowl level quarterback, which is what Dak Prescott is, a two-time Pro Bowler in 16 and 18. He's won the Rookie of the Year when he was uh, 2016, and he's been to the playoffs two times, although being a 1 and 2 uh, overall record in the playoffs. As we know, Dak Prescott, like I said earlier, like you should have known if you pay any attention to football, Dak Prescott was franchise tagged in 2020 for $31.7 million. Boys getting paid there even though he may have wanted that long-term deal or maybe he even wanted out of Dallas. We don't really know. 
it's pretty safe to assume that he wants to stay in Dallas. I think he just wanted to get that paper, which makes sense. He's definitely earned some paper, but 31.7 was the franchise tag for him in 2020. And it's even likely that the Cowboys could just say, let's franchise tag him again. And it totally makes sense. It's likely, it's extremely likely, let me say that first, that he will get a deal. Whether it's the franchise tag or he's going to get a long-term deal in Dallas. But hey, it's fun to speculate. So if you're a Cowboys fan, you're listening to this right now and you're like, this guy is a total clown, he's an idiot, man. What the what the heck's he talking about? Dak, Dak's going to stay in Texas, you know. Get out of here with that. That's not what we're talking about. There's a chance. So, you know. And that that's the that's the truth, you know. There is a chance Dak will be in a different uniform next year. And so I want to look, you know, where could Dak go? That could be a game show, you know, if you really want to play it. But there's been a lot of possible suitors. And the ones that have stand out to me is what we're going to talk about first. And the first team we want to look at is the Bears. Because everyone in Chicago, you know, saying, oh, Trubisky sucks. Even though he looked mad impressive in week 16 granted it was against the jaguars so we're gonna ignore that um but long term he's not the option especially in an nfc north that's ruled by green bay uh so it's it's worth taking a look there and i just i think the bears could be a good fit because they got a lot of things going for them obviously the defense is what everyone harps about Chicago. And that defense is definitely ready to be a serious playoff contender, a serious contender in the North Division. I mean, Akeem Hicks, Rokon Smith, Kyle Fuller, not even to mention Khalil Mack. Those are some standout names there. They definitely got plenty more and some depth to them. They're a good team, definitely on the defensive side of the ball. A big problem in Chicago that everyone's going to talk about before they talk about fixing the quarterback situation is can they re-sign Allen Robinson, though, wide receiver number one? How do you go about that? How do you go about the guy wanting to stay there in a team that really hasn't done that much now? That makes Week 17 so interesting. Obviously, if the Bears can win Week 17, get that seven spot in the wild card, even if they don't win a playoff game, that's a little bit enticing for Allen Robinson to want to stay in Chicago, especially if he can get a check, because that's definitely going to be the first guy that they're going to look to sign. Other than that, their offense really isn't great. The line's okay. You know, they got some things going for him. I think Cordero Patterson is a pretty good wide receiver option too. And they got good tight ends. Jimmy Graham being old. Cole commits a good number two option there. Dak going there, it could work. It could be a great fit for him. He's obviously going to have to get paid. And that with Allen Robinson, it's going to be tough, especially because the Bears are looking, as of right now, going into 2021 with the 21st ranking in terms of that salary cap option. So the money is going to be a little tight. And Dak's going to be looking for a fat deal. I personally don't think the Bears are the best option for Dak, and I don't see Dak being the guy to go to Chicago. This is going to lead me into my second option. And granted, if you're listening to this and you're a Bears fan, the Bears are one of the better options to sign him if Dak decides to test free agency. I think that's one of the better spots. The second spot here is the San Francisco 49ers. And everyone's like, whoa, 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 hit the panic button. No, man, if you've seen recently the San Francisco 49ers, all across the media, they are Dak trained. Like every sports analyst is saying Dak Prescott, bam, that's the fit for the 49ers. And it should be. I, Jimmy G's not the answer. One, he had those first seven games, looked amazing, got hurt year two. Even in the Super Bowl run, totally overrated. Everyone wanted to give him more credit for it is. And he's not the option. And it showed this year. And he's dealing with another injury. He got overpaid. The 49ers got carried last year by their defense and their skill players, and that's undebatable in my opinion. In my opinion, it's just my opinion, but that's why I have my podcast going right now. The 49ers defense is incredible. You're just not seeing it in 2020 because they've obviously been hit by that injury bug. 
you look at what that 49ers defense was supposed to have in 2020, you're looking at Eric Armstead, Javon Kinlaw. They have the linebacker unit. I mean, Fred Warner, Greenlaw, amazing names right there. Richard Sherman, he looks great when he came off the injury. He's a little bit back on it. He's optional right now, but he's looking great. Marcel Harris is a good safety. The defense can still be scary. They could definitely be one of the top tier defenses in 2021. The defense is there and you flip it on the other side. Raheem Mostert, if he could stay healthy, he's one of the scariest backs in the pass and the run game. They have good wide receivers. I mean, Brandon Ayuk is scary and now just starting to get a little appreciation. Imagine if he had a quarterback that was healthy playing for that team. And even uh, Kendrick Bourne, uh, he's amazing. And then not to mention George Kittle, like those are good. And if they sign a third option doesn't even have to be someone great I I can't throw a reference right now maybe we can look into the 49ers on a different podcast but Dak Prescott has been around skilled position players during his time in Dallas with Zeke Gallup Amari Cooper I mean this would be a similar fit there you know I I really think so and in a place like San Francisco although having uh the 16th overall, uh, the highest, I guess you could say, in salary cap looking right now going into 2021, I think the 49ers are the best option. And a lot of people are saying that too, that the 49ers could use Dak Prescott. That team is so, so talented. And everyone knows that you saw that NFC run. I mean, they molly the Packers last year in the NFC championships. You remember that. The only team that gave them a battle was maybe week 17 Seattle. And that was a sloppy performance by them, I'd even say. And that's coming from a guy who's from Seattle. Now, they could be so good. And they got so much talent. And getting that wide receiver in Brandon Ayuk, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you right now, he's going to be a crazy wide receiver these next couple of years. Just keep watching. And people are taking note right now. He was really good at Arizona State. And I think you put Dak in that mix. You get a guy who can lead, a guy who can throw the ball deep and work with that speed. The team will be unstoppable. And then you have George Kittle in there. I mean, I, I really think that team could win a Super Bowl or two. Dak Prescott's that good. How many yards he can throw? He's mobile. He can do it. I think that is the best fit if he does not sign with Dallas. And I'm going to ride that right here. San Francisco 49ers, the ultimate fit for Dak Prescott if they can afford him this offseason. After those two teams, the Bears and the 49ers, we kind of get into our little far-fetched ideas of where other possible spots could be for Dak Prescott. The top three, Cowboys, Bears, 49ers. So, if you want to tune out now, tune out. If you want to listen to these hot takes, go for it. We're going to start with the Jets. <laughs> and it's easy to laugh and you hear the Jets. Why would why would Dak Prescott want to go play for the Jets? A lot would have to happen for Dak Prescott to want to play for the Jets. And here's kind of some short things that probably need to happen. Adam Gase is not the answer. Adam Gase is not the Jets coach. He wasn't the right fit to begin with. Everyone was surprised when they hired him. He was not good in Miami. And for some reason, the Jets wanted to take this chance, even though they played against him twice and would often honestly beat him when he was the head coach of Miami. He just wasn't, he's not the right fit. And I think everyone knows that. And it's going to be, let him finish the season, get him out of there, try to find the right guy. The second thing that makes the Jets kind of enticing, they got a good wide receiver in Crowder. He's a pretty good wide receiver. And that is one of the best offensive options there. He'd probably excel really well in a different system. Um, so that's 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 a big bonus. And the Jets have a ton of draft picks coming in. And so they obviously have a high draft. And, and part of the reason why Dak Prescott is even on this list is because many people thought that 
the Jets were going to have the first overall pick. Well, now it's looking like they might not even have the first overall pick after they won two games after beating the Browns this week. So, and then you go, do you really want to risk it on a guy who isn't Trevor Lawrence? I mean, they could try to trade for it. They have picks to trade. They got, if you remember, they got a lot of picks uh, from the uh, Jamal Adams trade to Seattle. So, there's that. They ha- they are going into 2021. This is the main reason I look at this. They're going into 2021 with the uh, top spot as of right now in terms of the most salary cap to spend. But obviously, they're going to... I think the best situation for the Jets, and a lot of people do too, is draft a quarterback for the future. Use this money to help on both sides of the ball. The offensive line is terrible. The defense is awful. They statistically rank on both sides of the ball pretty much dead beat last in almost every category. So there's a lot to be fixed. And signing a fat contract or offering a fat contract to Dak Prescott probably isn't in the realm of the smartest decisions they can make. But they do have the option where they could play that if Dak hits free agency. And we can mention the Jaguars too because some people have said, a lot of people said in the offseason, if Gardner Minshew doesn't work out and the Jags don't perform that well and Dak doesn't want to re-sign in Dallas, Jacksonville would be a good fit. And Jacksonville has clearly shown this year that they got the same problems as the Jets, man. And maybe not as severe, but a quarterback for the future makes sense with that young team being developed there. And so there's really no need to dive into them. Once These are the two teams here that have kind of enticed me to talk about, at least mention them. And the first one is the Minnesota Vikings. Missing the playoffs this year seemed kind of disappointing for them I personally thought they were going to do a lot better than they did Kirk Cousins had a big year in 2019 so you can hit the brakes right there that's where you go Kirk Cousins big year 2019 and he actually had a a better year in 2020 right now than people are giving him credit for it's not better than his 2019 year I didn't say that but look at let's look at the numbers really quick he has 32 touchdowns 32 touchdowns which is tied for sixth in the league he does have 13 picks with QBR of 62.9, but 32 touchdowns, almost 4,000 yards through 16 weeks. He'll probably get to 4,000 yards after week 17. Obviously, the team didn't perform well. There's a lot they got to fix, but also they've been hurt. They got a lot of injuries, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And if they fix the line a little bit, they have the skill positions there. I mean, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, who has a chance to win rookie of the year. I mean, that's a good receiving core, and maybe. Kyle Rudolph isn't going to be there next year, but I don't think a lot of Vikings fans are too worried about that because Irv Smith Jr. is pretty awesome and he's shown it this year. And then, not to mention Dalvin Cook. So maybe they're just missing that true leader. Maybe Kirk Cousins isn't it because Kirk Cousins was supposed to be in there after a team that went to the NFC Championship and he was supposed to take them there to the next level, take them to the Super Bowl, win Minnesota a Super Bowl right then and there. And that that just hasn't happened. And it's not a knock to Kirk Cousins. He's, he's a pretty good quarterback. But Dak Prescott is is a, ca- a playoff caliber quarterback, and he has the ability. You put him with Dalvin, Thielen, Jefferson, pretty scary, pretty good looking team right there. I feel like a lot of people would say, "Dang, that team, that team could contend for the for the North. That could be a you know 11, 11 plus win team." So uh, you got to take that into consideration. Obviously, they got a lot to figure out with their offensive coordinator with Mike Zimmer. There's a lot of unanswered questions in Minnesota. So maybe Dak isn't the first priority. That's why I say it's kind of a long shot. But I do really like the idea of thinking about Dak Prescott playing in Minnesota because I think that would just be fun to watch. So those are kind of where I'm at. Those are my suggestions, my thoughts, the best fits that I saw. And the off chance that 
Drew Brees does retire this year at the end of the 2020 season, which is seeming like extremely unlikely. If you guys forgot, he signed a two-year deal, but he had the option to, he could retire if he wanted to. Obviously, you could retire at any time, but especially with the year he had, um, even though he was hurt a little bit, but the Saints being extremely good, still in contention for that number one spot in the NFC. Coming into week 17, uh, he's probably going to stay. But if he, if he left, you know, it'd be fun to say Dak Prescott, good fit there. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, good fit there. You look at the defense, really good. You know, they got a good linebacker core, good defensive end in Camp Jordan. They got Lattimore, great DB. It would obviously be, hey, let's get Dak. All we're missing is the quarterback piece now. Um, but like I said, unlikely that Drew Brees signs. And a lot of people may ask, you know, if people do comment. I mean, obviously, this is the first one. I don't expect it to blow up or anything. But if people are interested and they're going to say, well, what about, like, the Panthers? Or what about the Broncos? Well, here's the thing. Both the Panthers and the Broncos situation are very similar. The Broncos offered young quarterback Drew Locke an extension. And I think it's for four years. Could be wrong. Maybe you need to check that. But uh, it, it they're obviously showing that one year, two years is not in the realm of things. They're not going to give up on the guy yet. He looks good enough to invest for the next couple of years. So you don't need to change things up. Denver knows they're in a rebuild. Obviously got some guys out too. And same thing with Carolina, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, obviously not exactly what they're hoping for, but the, you know, Carolina needs a lot of stuff done too. And a quarterback isn't the best option for them right now. So that's my thoughts on that. I mean, uh, I hope anyone who listened to this had fun listening to it. I hope they enjoyed it. I just love giving these takes, you know, I think they're interesting to talk about, but like I said, um, Bears, 49ers, the best options outside if Dak Prescott does not decide to return to Dallas. And I'm going to hold that one spot for the 49ers. I think it would be so cool to see and make the NFC West even better than it already is. My next podcast, um, we're going to be talking about Fitz Magic, baby. Fitz freaking magic ryan fitzpatrick everyone loves talking about ryan fitzpatrick everyone loves watching fitzmagic play obviously had an impressive showing in the dolphins comeback win in week 16 keeping that wild card spot alive for miami what about fitzmagic man does he stay in miami or does he test something out i think there's a couple teams that uh maybe i didn't even mention today that you might hear about for ryan fitzpatrick that i think could be a good fit if you're interested, man, tune in next time. I'll try to talk about that soon. It was really fun producing this first episode. It was, uh, I was a little nervous, a little anxious, man, but it was really fun just getting to talk about it. So again, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we had fun. This is Hail to the Thorn, man. Thank you so much, guys, for tapping in. I'm hoping to produce more soon. I'll see you guys later. Thank you.